Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Midwest Madness, a true crime cult conspiracy and cryptid podcast. I'm Danielle and I am Emily and I am excited to tell you guys a story today. <laughs> I am too, especially because you told me it was kind of a big, big one. It's a big one. Um, I'm a little nervous because I'm afraid I'm not going to do it justice. So I'm really hoping that I can. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess we'll see. I'm going to do my, my best, but yeah. Yeah, I was going to say just do your best and, you know, people have been really gracious and really kind so far. Yeah, so. um, and I wrote this late last night. <laughs> night. And don't feel bad for her for that because she had two weeks. Yeah. So. It was totally on me. Well, I just had like a lot of fun things pop up and I was like, mm, sit at home by myself or go to this barbecue. <laughs> and I went to the barbecue. So. Which is totally fair. It's my own fault. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So this week I am doing a cult story. Um, and I have titled this episode, Warren Jeff's a Bad Dude. Oh, <laughs> that's the first time we've ever had a title. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm excited. I may or may not have wrote that title after like three or four ciders. So, <laughs> but don't worry. I wrote my story sober. I just decided to write the title not <laughs> all right whatever works i guess um so i want to point out right away uh this story is mainly not in the midwest but there are some strong midwest ties towards the end of it so okay just give me like you know a hot second to <laughs> to tell the story and then we'll get into the midwest ties okay okay i'm in all right perfect so let's do it um so warren jeff's is the leader of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, and that is abbreviated as FLDS. So instead of saying Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I'm just going to be saying FLDS from now on. That's fair. Um, so this is a polygamous sect that is an offshoot of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, and the FLDS is based in Utah and Arizona. Now, I do want to point out that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints does not recognize and does not affiliate with the FLDS, so okay, no so connection. They sound like the normal Mormon church, but they're not connected at all. They are not. No. Nope. Okay, cool, cool. It's an offshoot. It's a sect of this church, but the Church of Latter-day Saints was like, fuck no. We are not. <laughs> Except for they don't swear, so they were like, heck, heck no. no. We are not affiliating with you. We do not recognize you as a sect of our church or an offshoot or anything. So okay, I don't want people to get confused. These are two different things. Okay. That's a really good thing to know because I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to point that out right off the bat. Now, the members of the FLDS community um, continue to practice polygamy, which the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints stopped practicing in the 1890s. So now for those of our listeners who don't know, uh, polygamy is the act of plural marriages, so marrying more than one person. Um, all my research that I found was that it was always men marrying multiple wives and not women marrying multiple husbands. Um, yeah, 
there there's some really interesting things like in the mormon church about this too but since they're not affiliated with the mormon church i we won't go into it i guess yeah please don't um now warren jeffs grew up within the flds community and polygamy runs deep in his family it is said that warren's father rulon jeffs had multiple wives up to 50 of them and dozens of children up to 80 of them i have two things to say okay one how do you make time for that many people how do you even remember all your wives names oh my god Uh, yeah that was the other thing and two ew i think (laughs) i'm just i'm baffled yeah it's really a lot a lot like 50 kids and 50 wives and 80 kids we have a really really small extended family but we've got like four cousins once removed so like our cousins kids and sometimes I forget, do we have four or five? <laughs> we might have five. I think See, we have five. Yeah, I don't even know. How do you keep track of 80 kids? I You probably didn't, let's be honest. That's fair. <laughs> um, now, Warren was born two months premature on December 3rd, 1955. And because he was able to, f- to survive this, he was seen as the quote-unquote golden child. Um, Warren grew up, uh, grew up outside of Salt Lake City, Utah. And before Warren became the leader in the FLDS church, he was actually the principal of Atla Academy for 20 years. And I want to talk about Atla Academy for okay, a Okay, real sec. quick, though. If the story of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat taught us anything, it's that being the golden child is not always a good thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. Um, the the story does him. not go anywhere. <laughs> close to what that does but um anyway Otla Academy um it was said that Warren was a big fan of rules and harsh punishment now the Otla Academy was the school that all FLDS children attended it was located on the property of Rulon Jeff's compound it was said to be square a 30,000 square foot building with 44 bedrooms, 20 bathrooms, two full kitchens, two half kitchens, and a fully wired PA system. Oh. So it's big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, while Warren Jeffs was the principal of Altla Academy is when his rise to power began to happen. Now about 90 FLDS families in the area had children that attended Altla. At- oh my God, I'm saying Altla, but I think it's Atla. Okay. Sorry, Atla Academy. So... This is when he was still affiliated with the Mormon Church, correct? No, they were never affiliated with the Mormon Church. Oh, I thought you said they started out affiliated. Like, no. I thought you said he was was raised in the Mormon Church. No, in the FLDS. Oh, Always. Okay. Never. Okay. Never was in the Mormon Church. Okay, my bad. I got confused. No. Okay. <laughs> well, if they're anything like the Mormon Church, that one family could have several children, obviously. What are you talking about? So, like... Just because it's are we 90... off Atla, Atla Academy now? No, no, because you said there were ninety oh, families in, I get what at, you're in saying that academy, now. so it, it could have. So those that 90... doesn't sound like a lot of families, but, but these are families with multiple wives, wives and children. Yeah, and children. So yeah, so, I don't that could think... have been a massive. It, it must have had to be a massive school. Because yeah, it, I don't. You said it was huge. I don't think I have like the exact numbers. I tried to find like 
information on this and like exact numbers of how many students went there and like number of classrooms or teachers and I couldn't find anything on any of that all right well that's weird yeah in the first place well like, yeah because like as a school you want people to come to your school so you get more funding even if you are a private school well it's shut down now so I'm wondering oh like most of the stuff most of the like when you search Atla Academy it, it's mainly like um talks about how it's like demolished now and it was sold and like all of that kind of stuff okay there's not like an Atla Academy website that I could go to okay. and like find information that makes a lot more sense then yeah okay let's see where I left off here Okay, so the curriculum in Atla Academy is said to be fairly normal. However, each morning began with a one-hour devotional that included hymns, scripture readings, and sermons. It's a little sketchy when it starts with fairly normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I would think, I we didn't go to Catholic school, but I think they also have, like, church yeah, in the curriculum. From what I know from like just hearing about catholic church and stuff it's like they would do like a friday mass or something yeah so i mean that's not super abnormal to have yeah you're right um yeah so okay let's see sorry i keep losing my place (laughs) uh now the school's motto was quote perfect obedience produces perfect faith end quote okay so not terrible as far as quotes could go but i'm gonna reserve judgment for now (laughs) (laughs) well at atla academy warren taught history math and church history so he was the principal and a teacher yeah okay he taught students that they should quote obey the prophet live plural marriages don't touch girls blacks are evil and the world will be destroyed end quote (laughs) okay that's problematic yeah so that's kind of where we start getting into the issues here um also like super random how you start with like obey the prophet and then you get into live plural marriages it just keeps getting like weirder live plural marriages don't touch girls blacks are evil and the world will be destroyed it's like first one starts fairly fairly normal yeah and then after that it just like gets worse and worse and it like deteriorates (laughs) yeah um he also taught students that men never landed on the moon okay yeah so he's a moon hoaxer does he also is he also a flat earther probably i'm not sure but it would not be a far cry to assume um now the school closed in 1998 after the flds moved to gather um at colorado city expecting that the world end of the world would be happening soon okay so let me get this straight. They were kind of spread out and then everybody moved. Yeah, so you'll get when I mean you'll kind of see when I get into the story a little bit more. It sounds like there's like multiple FLDS like communities all okay. over the United States. So like a normal quote unquote normal religion would have several different like locations and stuff and then they Yeah. would kind of spread like gather back together yeah okay. and that's kind of what it sounds like here okay um i didn't get much information other than they moved to colorado city expecting the world to end obviously it didn't so yeah um <laughs> shoot they were wrong yeah of course didn't see that coming no um <laughs> no like most of the stuff i read on atla academy like it said that like a lot of students had like both good experiences and bad experiences um now there were like i read some that 
some of the punishments included like whippings and things like that so obviously not good um but some of the other stuff i read was like children had fairly normal chat like learning experiences so i guess if you were perfectly obedient you probably didn't have any problems okay but so (laughs) students like us would have been totally fine because like we pretty much flew under the radar i would assume yes okay interesting Um, so i thought that was kind of interesting to note because it wasn't like i found all bad accounts from this place it was like a combination i feel like that's kind of typical though because like if it was all bad you would think people would have red flags i don't think these people would have had any red flags that's fair i guess I have it is honest. a cult so <laughs> um okay now in 1986 we're kind of going back a little bit warren's dad rulon became the new prophet in the flds church when this happened he decided to change the structure of the flds church oh boy from having a council and multiple people making decisions to him being the sole like leader and oh sole boy yeah um in the late 1990s rulon's health began to fail and at this time warren positioned himself to become the successor of the flds church I'm shocked. Yeah. In 2002, after the death of Warren's dad, um, Warren became the new prophet and the sole leader of the FLDS church. So he came into power in 2002. Okay. Quote unquote came into power. Um, one of the first things that Warren Jeffs did when he became the new prophet was to marry some of his father's wives and he sought out a new place for the new FLDS community in West Texas. Ew. Uh, <laughs> I know, I read that and I was sometimes like, Sometimes I really though? wish we were recording our faces too because like we just sometimes have the best facial expressions about some of the shit and like that was probably a good one. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get like what the point of him doing that was. Like maybe to like further solidify the fact that he should be in charge. Maybe. I have no idea. I like, mean, it's just... Like a... Cause, so... The only thing I could think of for that would be, like, the royals used to do, like, let's say a king died and his brother would marry his widow to, like, solidify his... Oh, I didn't know that. ...place as a king. Maybe. I don't know. Either Either way, way, it's it's super weird, right? Really, really weird, and I... Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that should have been, like, ding, 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 red flag number one. Well, again, though, you said they don't... Yeah, always notice the red flags and I'm sure it's really easy to rationalize those away when you do see them right um so when they moved to West Texas they created the yearning for Zion Ranch wait when did they move to Texas did I miss that I don't have a date um I'm assuming but it was was after he came into power it was like 2002 okay is when he came into power and right it seems like right away this is kind of when they Okay, so he wanted to, like, insulate them even even further. Yeah, but at this time, there still are, like, multiple compounds, I guess you could say, all over the United States. Okay, okay. Like, there's one in Arizona, there's still one in Utah, there's one in Texas. Colorado, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. um, South Dakota, which is where our Midwest connection comes in. Okay. This is our first journey into South Dakota. Yes, yes it is. Um, Coming at you hot all right dakota um now this yearning for zion ranch um if you look up pictures online it's very like 
it's in the middle of nowhere and then there's just like this giant white building i don't know how, what you would call it really like so it's like really what you envision when you hear someone say a compound in the desert yeah it's weird um i mean it's it's actually kind of pretty looking which i feel terrible for saying because i'm like really bad things happen there okay um but i mean that's not the place's fault it's yeah the fault of the people that lived there and i believe that some of it is like destroyed now at this time i don't think it's all destroyed but i'll post pictures of this like building on our instagram it's okay i mean it is really pretty looking it's kind of like you know in the is it the temple in salt lake city yeah yeah so they built this is their temple oh okay so they like really spared no expenses here yes okay um let's see here now it was here at yearning for zion ranch that warren showed how ruthless and controlling he could be even for his most faithful followers, he controlled everything from the clothes they wore and who they could marry. No surprise there. Nope. In 2004, Warren even went as far to excommunicate 21 male members for disobedience. Probably. Do you know what they did? No, it just said disobedience. I'm sure huh. it wasn't anything crazy, but to him it probably was. Well, anything that threatens his control is going to be something he's not going to want. Right. And... Honestly, probably this is the best thing that happened to these male members. <laughs> I don't know if they would agree with me on that. Notice but. it's not any females that have been sent away, though. Right. Because, um, you know, the women wouldn't be a threat. True. And he needed them to marry him off. So. Also, <laughs> big mistake thinking women aren't a threat. Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Actually, a woman is the whole reason that this kind of came tumbling yes. down. Um, but this is when Warren's legal troubles began. Uh, one of those men that he excommunicated filed a civil suit against him later that year, and Warren's nephew, Brent Jeffs, brought him to court claiming that Warren had sexually assaulted him as a child. Oh. Yeah. So there is some, I do want to give like a little trigger warning. Okay. There are some, you know, crimes against children in this story. I don't go into depth, okay. so, but I just want to give that trigger warning out there for anyone who might need it you need to like get away from the kid crimes after this i know this. i don't <laughs> this is like your second slash and I, a half yeah i know because of eugene's yeah. special i know um now as soon as these charges were brought against him this is when warren kind of disappeared from sight he just like w- went underground wow and they didn't know where he was because they had so many compounds around the country they couldn't like these different compounds oh. were like hiding him so they couldn't really find him well, and then, you know, because it's a religious community, there's only so much the federal government can do because of the Re- Rel- Freedom of Religion Act. Yeah, I don't know how much that, like, played into this, but it just seemed like well, he they was always like, on the move and they couldn't find him. I'm pretty sure they can't, like, raid a place. Oh, no, they can't. They can. Well, I mean, they do, so I'm assuming they can. Later, I think they story. have to have, like, iron clad pr- i don't know well, I th- maybe we'll i'm making see. things up who knows i think you might we're be. not lawyers um in 2005 arizona charged warren jeffs with sexual conduct with a, a minor and conspiracy to commit sexual conduct with a minor in 2006 utah warren faced two counts of rape as a complice as a accomplice for his role in arranging a marriage between a 14 year old female and her 19 year old cousin ew I hate, like, ugh. Yeah, she's 14. It's terrible. And, like, 
uh, it's just it's so effed up like that the parents would be yeah I don't. okay with that like i know i understand that it's a cult and that there's brainwashing but it just i we again we don't have kids but like the mama bear instinct in me to like even protect you and Allie is insane yeah but like they thought this was like right like they thought yeah, this was I like know. what was supposed to happen so it's just so sad and so icky and that poor girl like yeah terrible um in 2006 warren jeffs was also added to the fbi's most wanted list Ooh, that's never good yeah um he was said to be hiding out in multiple different flds compounds in the country now in august of 2006 warren was captured in las vegas with multiple cell phones fifty thousand dollars in cash and a stash of wigs and sunglasses in his car that he used for disguises Man, I wish I had $50,000 in cash. Yeah, that would solve a lot of problems. Right? Yes, it would. <laughs> um, so finally he gets caught. Good. In 2007, Warren Jeffs was convicted of accessory to rape, but that conviction was later overturned. Boo. Do you know why it was overturned? It was just overturned. I don't I didn't the I didn't worst. dig like super far into all this this part of it Yeah. because I, it would have been this episode would have been a two-parter so long <laughs> yeah it would have been so i kind of wanted to just give like and that's yeah that's fair a slightly detailed overview of things that happened i get that um in 2008 authorities raided the yearning for zion ranch in texas after a call came into a domestic abuse hotline from a 16 year old girl who identified identified herself as sarah and who said that she was living on the yearning for zion ranch property so that's kind of why I'm like, they don't, I don't think they need to have like ironclad anything. Okay. Because it was just like this phone call that kind of started is, the whole is thing. Is this one in South Dakota? Did you say that? And I just missed it. Did you say where this ranch is located? for ranch is the West Texas property. Okay. I, sorry. I just couldn't, couldn't remember. remember if you had said where that one was or if I just missed something or. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Um. Now, during the raid, Texas authorities removed 437 children from the ranch. I'm sorry, how many children? 437. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm because they were, like, afraid for their welfare and their well-being. Um, That's, like, 200 less children than go to my school. Yeah, that's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. And, um... It said that this then started, like, the biggest custody battle in the United States because parents were, like, trying to get their kids back and, like, all this stuff was happening and it just was a mess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, probably a good thing that these children were taken, though, if I'm being honest. Just my opinion. (laughs) Well, judging off of your title, I would assume that that's a correct statement. Yeah. The raid revealed a shit ton of evidence against Jeffs and several other members of the FLDS community, specifically for marrying off underage girls to older men in the church. It's so icky. I just like, it's so sad. I just, it's so icky. Yeah. Um, in 2011, Warren went on trial for his marriage with a 12-year-old girl and a 15-year-old girl. The 15... 15- 12 years old? Yeah. That's sixth grade. Yeah. Like, 
when you say 12 it's like oh 12 but then when you say sixth grade it's like oh my god that's a child yeah it is it's it's i like oh my god you're not even a teen no (laughs) it's in and 15 too is also a child you can't that kid can't even drive yet yeah like they can't even get a job in some states yeah um and the 15 year old girl actually had one of warren's children oh that poor thing yeah or i i would assume poor thing but i don't know how like deep some of these people are into it well and even if like even if she is okay with it she doesn't know any better yeah you know that's the hardest part about it is like and you gotta think too like these kids are like raised to assume that like well that warren jeffs is like the the prophet yeah and like I'm like their direct line to jesus and god that and these parents were like oh my god our the prophet wants to marry our daughter like blah 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 yeah blah and, and like on a level i understand that but it's still so fucked up yeah like really that that's what it is you're absolutely right it's just fucked up yeah um now I found it kind of ironic, though, because some of the best evidence in this trial came directly from Warren Jeffs himself. Of course it did. Yeah, he would have all his wives write down his daily activities. He also kept journals and made audio tapes of himself. Okay, so here's the quick fun fact for everybody. I'm not encouraging you to be criminals, but if you are going to be a criminal, don't write down your crimes. It's kind of like common sense like criminal 101 yeah that it, like or make an audio ta- tape yeah what a dumbass because one of these audio tapes was played in court um, oh that must have been just nauseating oh just wait because it's a recording of a sexual assault of a 12 year old girl <gasps> oh and the thought of this like just makes me Whoa. so sick like um i'm gonna need you to do something that does not involve <laughs> children next week i'm i promise i will it's just like oh oh like being one of the the jurors in that trial just had to be heart wrenching, terrible. Oh my god! Um, Jeff served as his own attorney in court. Of course he did. I literally wrote in parentheses, "Of course." <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what a misogynist does, or not a misogynist, a narcissist? narcissist? Yeah. Um, and he basically just preached from the Book of Mormon, and I guess he used his thirty minute of closing argument time to just stand in front of the jury's jury in silence like you just didn't say anything (laughs) can you imagine being on that jury and just being like well this is weird fuck (laughs) yeah i don't know like i you know that i'm like a little adhd and like that might actually kill me i would have been like like, can you say something or just like sit down because I'm bored at this point, and <laughs> yes. I already know you're guilty. So, like, can we just yeah. get this ball rolling? Exactly. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, so I can't have my phone, and I'm I'm sure he just was like so confident in himself that he was like, I don't need to say anything. God will speak for me. Yeah. Like, Ugh. You stupid idiot. Disgusting pig. Um, it was revealed during court that Jeffs had more than seventy marriages and sixty children. Of those 70 marriages, over a third of them were to underage girls. Oh, my God. That is so many kids. Oh, that's the part you want to say, oh, my God, No, to? no, no, no. Like, not the, the fact that no, a third th- of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Is like, I thought he, you were saying, like, the 60 children. No, because like, oh his dad God, had more. No, kids. I'm saying, oh, my God, he was married to so many kids. Like, yes. 
Oh, those poor things. This guy is literally scum of the earth, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's right down there. He's shit. Um, now, obviously, Warren Jeffs was found guilty of two counts of sexual assault. And Thank he's God. Currently serving a life sentence in prison in Texas. I hope he gets the shit beat out of him all the time. Um, I would hope so, but I highly doubt it. Um, it is said that Warren Jeffs is still running the FLDS church from behind bars. Of course he is, because he's got a billion wives that are of age. That he can just be like, oh, this is what God told me. Or he has like loyal men followers who are doing well, the same thing. Yeah, that's true. I just know it's easier for families to get into. Well, it... think about how many brothers and sisters he has. Oh, that's a good point. He, his dad had 80 children. That's a good point. I'm sure a lot of those are men. <laughs> well, but they might hate him because he was the golden child. Um, I don't think they do. But oh, okay. That's a bummer. Well... I know at least one of them didn't because I'm about to talk about him next. Great. Okay. So I wrote next. This is honest to God, the tip of the iceberg. I could go way more in depth into all the horrible, terrible, and disgusting things that Warren Jeffs did. Let's maybe not. Well, I was thinking about maybe doing it in an episode later later if we ever do set up our Patreon. Yeah. Just kind of going more in depth on this because. Okay. And it's technically not like this stuff didn't happen in the Midwest. So. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Just maybe give me like a couple months. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to give, you know, an overview of how big of a monster this guy was. So. Okay. Um, now I want to touch on our Midwest connections because obviously this is Midwest madness. The FLDS church actually has a compound located in the Black Hills of South Dakota. The FLDS. So nice and isolated. The Black Hills is not very well populated. So. Yeah, it is pretty isolated, but it's kind of funny. Um, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. But the FLDS community bought the land in 2003. So um, Warren Jeffs came into power in 2002. So okay, a year after he came into power, they started the construction here. Um, I read an article about a Minnesota couple who actually bought a cabin in South Dakota for their retirement home. And the FLDS compound is a mere 300 yards away. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being neighbors with that? Yeah, it's actually... Like, they have... Because I watched a video from Care 11, actually. Is and Care 11 my, is the, the... The Minnesota... Like, one of the Minnesota news stations. The, the big one for, like, ABC's affiliate in the Twin Cities, NBC. right? NBC, NBC. Yes. Thank you. Um, and I watched like a video on their website because they did a big investigation into this stuff, which I'll touch on later. But okay, um, and these people have like kind of like such a good sense of humor about it. Like they're kind of just trying to make the best of a really terrible situation. Because I mean, you kind of would have to. Yeah, they bought this property and it was like, you know, their dream property, and it they wanted to build their retirement cabin here, and they did, and they had this like beautiful view of the Black Hills, and then shortly after this compound gets built 300 yards away, and they're like, well, we can't like really sell because it won't, we won't make any money on it because of this compound, and God, that sucks. They just they, but they seem like really. <laughs> great people they're just like well you know it sucks but like it is what it is we're making them the best out of it good, um, good for them i don't i don't know if i could yeah now the one of the owners of this cabin said that the compound looks like 
gosh, I didn't write it down, but I believe he said it looks like Vietnam. Like, um, there's guard towers, dorm-like structures, barbed wire fences, and there's constantly construction going on. So, just for, like, a better visual, 300 yards is literally three football fields. Yeah. Like, that's... That's not... Super close. Like, it sounds really far away when you say 300. Like... Not really far, but, like, a good distance. That's, like, one golf hole if you're a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a par four. <laughs> that's, it's not, that's not as far as I was hoping. No, it's really close. I tried to, I, I coach a swim team, as you know. I was trying to think about oh. it as, like, laps of a pool, yeah. and that was, like, not working. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, not only are these, like, this is just, like, a really ugly sight to look at, but they're always constantly doing construction and they said that like it it happens at like all hours of the day yeah because um, that's not rude or inconsiderate at yeah. all now if i like that that's what i'm worried about yeah. <laughs> if the couple wants to talk to someone in the compound they have to walk down to the guard towers and make an inquiry so it's like they can't it's i don't know it's just like a process for them so it's it literally seems like a prison pretty much yeah um yikes the couple said too that the they started making complaints to like the sheriff's department about the noise and so as you would yeah then the people at the compound kind of tried to start they tried to just start living like like coexisting with each other basically okay and they said that um when they started a new project that the people at the compound it must have been like i don't know a leader or something came to them and was like we're gonna give you a thousand dollars to go on vacation so we can do this construction for a week and the couple was like cool like great let's do it i mean yeah i think i would too yeah um like where are we going yeah i guess a thousand dollars isn't like a whole lot of money but no but i mean it definitely gets you somewhere yeah and like if you go to an all-inclusive for just two people that might you know you might have to chip in a little bit of your money but that would pay for a chunk of it wouldn't it you would think um now, this Minnesota couple, or sorry, an article I read said they believe there is about 100 to 150 people living on the compound at a time. Now, the couple thought it was more of like 300 people it looked like to them, and they said they were like children who were never in school. and Well, traditional school. If they saw, well, they were like running around outside at all times of day. Oh, I, well, that could be recess. All times of day. Like, all day, they're just outside? I mean, depending on the ages, yeah. No, I don't think that's... I don't think so. I think that they just didn't go to school. It, it's definitely a possibility. That's absolutely sure. They also said when the kids saw them um, looking at them from, like, their porch, the kids would, like, immediately go inside. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. Um, in January of 2021, so very recently... A judge yeah. ruled that the compound must be sold after the illegal arrest of three former FLDS members in a FLDS-run town in Arizona. So to pay these people, like, the money they owed them, they had to sell the compound. Can you repeat that again? I'm sorry. that I'm confused. A judge ruled the compound must be sold after the illegal arrest of three former FLDS members in an FLDS-run town in Arizona. Okay, so so the, what happened was three people that used to be members, members went were, into a town that was owned pretty much by, by the, the FLDS the community. Cult. 
Yep. And then the members of that, they found some bullshit reason to say they were going to arrest them. That wasn't legal. And they did some like they did some bad shit to them. And okay, again, I could have gone very in depth on this. But that's that's why I was I was just kind of confused because I was like, what's an illegal arrest? But then when you said it again, it it fully processed. So I got it. So I'm caught back up. They had to use the money from the sale of the compound to pay like settle a lawsuit basically yes Yes. okay um now back in 2019 seth s jeffs who is the brother of warren jeffs purchased 40 acres of land in northern minnesota (gasps) i remember hearing about this okay now okay there it was ding 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 did you hear the light bulb listeners it went click um acres of land up in northern minnesota to possibly build a new compound you guys people were lit the fuck up about this northern minnesota was where they were like absolutely fucking not dude it was it was incredible (laughs) and that's why they talked to the south dakota couple because the south dakota couple like found out about this and they were like warning all the the northern minnesota people and they were like this is like beware this is what could possibly be happening um okay yeah i remember hearing about this as a good one to do yeah i mean the whole story is terrible but like now the yeah. land was up north between lutzen and grand marais okay so that's way up north you guys yeah um if you're not from minnesota again it's up on the north shore of lake superior past duluth past duluth it's probably about an hour and a half to two three hours past Duluth yeah so so it's a hike so it's in its middle like there is nothing up there no it's there's beautiful not. it's great oh it's, it's gorgeous up there but there is I mean there are some cabins and yeah some a small couple towns. of small towns that are are usually pretty abandoned in the winter like they're yeah really touristy towns or cabin towns yeah um now my next sentence Seth Jeffs is, Jeffs is also a bad dude <laughs> All right, so what I'm hearing is the Jeffs are Suck. sucky, douchey bag people. Yeah. Um, in 2006, he was convicting of harbi- harboring a fugitive, his which is brother, his brother right? Warren. Yep. In 2016, he pleaded guilty to food stamp fraud and served probation. Um, now, after this, Seth Jeffs also dropped out of the public eye. Um, the Jeffs brothers that seem is to be so suspicious. Seem to be pretty good at that. <laughs> Um, also i have to kind of admit that it's kind of impressive that they can just vanish vanish like because i don't know about you but i like i don't think i could do it oh i couldn't like i I like my social media i like my life i'll admit it yeah um now after oh sorry i just read that the and i just read that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big one we we forgive you a it's utah a- attorney has been looking for seth since 2017 or i should say he had been looking for seth i was gonna say we found him 2017 trying to serve him with a lawsuit alleging he was involved in the ritualistic rape of a young girl no what yep the lawsuit <sighs> claims that in his role as priesthood leader quote-unquote Seth Jeffs would witness the abuse by his brother Warren Jeffs as well as help arrange them. Ick. Yeah. Ick, 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 ick. Now the Utah attorney got a tip that Seth Jeffs was living in a cabin that he was like help renovating in northern Minnesota while he was working as a handyman. And you can actually go online and see like rave reviews of from happy customers of Seth's for his handyman business. 
So, I mean, at least he does good work. Yeah. You know, at least he's not cheating people and doing terrible work. It seemed like he was kind of, like, hiding in plain sight almost. Yeah. That, like, just yeah. living kind of, like, a quote-unquote normal normal life as a handyman. God, I hate them both so much. Um. Yeah. Now, when the attorney went to go serve Seth with the um, court papers mm-hmm. in northern Minnesota, he wasn't there. Um, and this is where CARE 11, the news station, comes in um, because they got a tip and they were actually able to help the Utah attorney locate Seth Jeffs at a home in Bloomington, Minnesota. So what people don't know is that our parents love CARE 11. Like, mom wants to be friends with some of the people that are, like, the evening anchors. Yeah. So, like, I'm really proud of them. Good job, CARE 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the attorney was able to um, serve Seth with the court papers. Okay, good. Um, and it's kind of funny because, again, you can watch this, like, Care 11 Investigates news video online, and they literally are there with their news cameras watching the attorney serve him. That's so dope. And then they watch Seth go back into the home, and then the <laughs> news anchor is like, let's go knock on the door and try to talk to him. So, like, they literally walk up to the front door and they're just like knocking and obviously like this guy never comes out but it's kind of cool to see like that's so dope yeah it was it's pretty badass um that they were able to you know help with this yeah good job care 11 yeah proud of you guys (laughs) um the also uh the utah attorney also filed documents in minnesota aimed at placing liens on seth's 40 acres in northern minnesota so what does that mean I didn't look into it, but I'm, I think it's, like, so we can't, like, A, do work on it. Kind of, like, placing a hold on okay. the okay. property because they believe that the land was bought with FLDS funds. And, therefore, if the courts agree, victims could seize the property and prevent another compound from being built. Okay. So, I'm assuming kind of, like, the South Dakota property that, like, victims of the FLDS church could essentially like get this land okay so or it would have to be like sold off to cover costs of okay got it so that's kind of what so i think he kind of just um served these liens to kind of prevent him from doing anything with maybe like selling it or doing anything with it okay um as of today the property in northern minnesota has not been developed and work, work permits for the property are now expired oh darn yeah so even if he did want to like go back he would have to reapply with the county or whatever and they i'm assuming would not approve him but um you'd hope yeah now i couldn't find if seth jeffs was ever convicted of anything to do with the ritualistic rapes and i couldn't find anything of like where he is today in 2021 okay so he hasn't been like charged or like um yeah, charged with Con- anything convicted. and like thank you, convicted. It's the word. Not that I could find. Okay. Um, we'll the have only to keep stuff our eyes could, on this one too. The only stuff I could find was like from his convictions for the food stamp fraud. Okay. And that was like the last conviction I found. So okay. I'm assuming that a he hasn't yet, a he hasn't been brought to court or b I I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, interesting. Now. I want to leave you with one last quote written by Warren Jeffs himself, which I believe sums up this man perfectly. So, quote, if the world knew what I was doing, they would hang me from the highest tree, end quote. 
and that so he even knows he's a bad guy yeah that is the story of warren jeffs in the flds church your title is accurate a bad dude uh-huh yeah that quote Ugh. i just read that and i was Ugh. like Ugh. Ugh. it like gives me icky icky feelings icky vibes oh i just don't like it like you just like that one like you knew what you yeah he knows what he's doing is, is bad, wrong and, and, bad. Wrong and he's doing it anyways yeah that's disgusting yeah so again big big one and i hope i did it justice in some sort of way <laughs> yeah and like like i said i'd heard about the purchase of the land in minnesota and where they were like people were like absolutely not yeah but i had no idea it was this bad yeah and i actually didn't know because um i want to say like maybe like a year and a half ago now at this point um i listened to a podcast i want to say it was dateline did a story about this that's a good podcast they have yeah. a good podcast um and they talked to like some survivors of the from the compound oh the, that's uh, gotta be so hard the west texas compound and i remember listening to that story and just like it being so fucked up and but i didn't make the connection okay that that was the same group group that bought the land in northern okay. minnesota and had the compound in south dakota so Oof. when I started looking into this case and I was like, oh, fuck, are you serious? Like, it just blew my mind that, Yikes. like, that that shitty of a community had Midwestern ties. Yeah, and, and ones that are relatively close. I mean, Minnesota's a big state, but, like, still, it's where we live. And, like, yeah. it's not what we want associated with our state for sure. Yeah, thank God. Not that any state does, but, like... Thank God they were able to... We were in the position to know what they were before things went too far. Yeah, and good on that, like, South Dakota couple for, like, being like, uh, you guys might want to... Nip this in the bud. Take a peek at what's hey. going on here, because... Yeah, not thank good. God for them. Yeah. Um, so, I just... It, I don't know if we really need to, to talk much about this case more I, I don't know if you have anything really you want to say Ugh, it's just so heartbreaking all of it is just so sad because it's like it is a cult mm-hmm. and he, and it's still like up and running like yeah. they have and communities he, all over and it's he clearly knows what he's doing and how to control people and the fact that he's still like controlling people yeah exactly yeah exactly he just needs to go bye-bye <sighs> yuck and hopefully no one else pops up in his place unfortunately with that many people someone probably will will. yeah i'm sure there already is somebody in line yep so that is that yeah let's be done with this so we can talk (laughs) about something else okay um all right well thanks for listening i'm gonna do my sources yes do your sources there's a lot And um, I did a smart thing and I made a document that's literally just all of our socials so I can get them oh, right. Oh, smart. Thank you. Okay. Here so we you go. Do your sources, buddy. Um, so biography.com, crime figure Warren Jeffs, FLDS 101 um, about the Alta Academy, um, texasmonthly.com um, about the raid on the YFC ranch, Um sltrb.com um i believe that is south uh a newspaper in south dakota okay billings gazette 
um so that's obviously billings montana yep um that is about the south dakota compound the rapid city journal obviously again south dakota compound care11.com um, which is the minnesota news outlet and then wtip.org um this was i believe it's a radio station for northern minnesota that sounds like a radio station yeah and uh, we will post to all these on the show notes, show notes. so if you guys want to go check any of them out highly recommend watching the care 11 investigates video it's it just, sounds good i'm gonna watch it later it's a little satisfying to watch love that okay so our socials are twitter is mw madness pod instagram is mw madness podcast facebook we have a group and a page i'm trying to phase us off of the page and just have a group because it's easier for us to like interact with with listeners and with people for them to interact with each other so if you're in the group or in the page please try and find the group it is marked as like private like it's visible but private just because um that's how most podcast pages that I'm I'm in are on so that would be Midwest Madness podcast the group don't join the page go to the group and then our email is mwmadnesspodcast at gmail.com if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and give us a hopefully five-star review. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions... Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't just, like, do the stars. Give us give us the review, too. If you want to. Please. Um, we love them. And, yeah, DM us. Gmail us. Let us know. Um, I'm really trying to get, like people to interact with us more on our social media so we would love that you guys like we really just want to know your guys's opinions on cases and things so yeah um anything else uh bye all right (laughs) bye guys we will see you next tuesday